From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're talking about those bedroom sounds that are used to enhance or mask the noises that come from having sex. And there's a quote from Bono that says, music can change the world because it can change people. I love it. He loves it. And I, I just got to tell you, like I was listening to you to you speak that opening yeah. and we were at a party this past weekend and we were talking about the opening to the show and no joke, because our friends listened to the show, all yes. of a sudden there were like two or three people sitting around me like like speaking the intro and it was such a neat thing awesome. and like when i hear you say it it's just like it just takes me to this place where i know that like lives are going to be changed yep. right and how do i know this because we start each one extraordinary marriage show with a hug right and a hug's an opportunity for you to hear from someone whose marriage has been changed right you know and this week's hug is sponsored by open fit and the way that these guys are changing how we all work out you're definitely going to you're definitely going to want to engage with this and we're going to share more about them a little bit later in the show but this hug came from an email message that we had received this past week and it says your podcast has changed my life mm. now right off the get-go that's a lot of weight on what this show does each and I every week it. but it, yes. it just caught, definitely caught my attention and this wife goes on to say my husband and i met when we were 14 years old and we got married at 18. wow we were kids and had no idea what we were doing we got pregnant after only three months of marriage and began our parenting journey mm. we now have two boys and sex after babies can just not be the same anymore after learning that my husband's love language is physical touch i was determined to change my thinking like i, I, I there's a little bit more but i just got to share with you all like this is a wife that is taking responsibility for the situation in her marriage taking action wow she said i knew i needed to work on me he had always mentioned throughout our marriage that if he didn't initiate sex first i would never want it i had problems handling my body after baby and feeling comfortable during sex but after listening to y'all i feel confident and sexy again amen i finally enjoy sex and it's a life changer we are learning so much about what we both like during sex and we are currently doing a 30-day sex challenge my husband tells me all the time, we owe y'all a huge thank you. He walks around with a huge smile on his face all the time and says how connected he feels to me. You changed my life. You changed my marriage. We celebrate 10 years on March 20th, and you both have helped us make this our best year yet. Amen. And we love you guys. We are truly, truly honored and blessed to get such a hug and, and such a story and a journey you two have been on since... 14, getting married at 18, kid really quick after, and now celebrating 10 years. Your best years are coming, Absolutely. and we're believing that for you guys. So happy early anniversary. And you know, I love that she actually made mention um, in that hug about doing a 30-day sex challenge. And recently, we completed the seven days of sex challenge along with so many of you that you know did this around Valentine's Day here, 2019. And first of all, I got a huge shout out to all of you. We are so proud of you and the way that the one family yes. really embraced 
the seven days of sex challenge here at the beginning of 2019. And, and what it's done is the we did it's have come in. Mm-hmm. There has been so much breakthrough in marriages yeah. and just so much transformation. So you're going to be hearing a lot of we did it's um, coming, coming up, up in future shows. But- well, and it's all about this year too, is about being in the moment. Yes. And hey, we can take those moments and we can look at them as as small you know, minutes, half an hour, an mm-hmm. hour. Those are times that we are in the moment with our spouse. And yet there are those moments that are longer lasting, a seven days of sex shot, a 30 days of sex shot. How are we in the moment overall in those longer periods of time mm-hmm. that we still can wake up and go, you know what? Today might not be the best day I'm having. And yet I'm going to find myself and and find a way to get in the moment so we can complete what we've come what we've challenged ourselves to do absolutely and you know around that and around the challenge this year tony and i actually had a conversation about you know sound and being in the moment specifically in the bedroom right right and you know we've talked a lot over the last nine years about being vocal and about vocalizing during sex you know we did a show called moan out loud we did a show called you know speak up vocalize your satisfaction you know so we've done these shows about just being vocal with the sounds that you make. Mm-hmm. But what we've never really talked about in depth is, you know, what are those other sounds? What are those background sounds mm-hmm. that maybe you do or don't have in your bedroom when it, when it comes to your lovemaking? Right now, for some of you, maybe this is music. For some of you, you know, it's a sound and sleep machine or, you know, we found out in the one family, there are even TVs playing, mm-hmm. right? Or white noise, or, you know, all of this. And some of you are like all for it. And some of you are like, absolutely not. I will have to say out of all the polls we have done, and we do a lot. And if you haven't joined us in our polls that we do on a weekly basis uh, recently, you can go on over to Instagram, find us at One Extraordinary Marriage. And we put those up in our IG stories mm-hmm. and we ask polls and, and, and that's where we're really engaging and finding out what's happening in the one family. Because really at the end of the day, there are a lot of studies that are happening that are amazing. And yet we want to know what's happening with you guys mm-hmm. because that's what matters. What's really happening here at the one family. So here's the one thing that we found really, that I found really interesting. This topic, polarizing. Yes. Wow. Polarizing. Like some of the comments that came back, I was just like, whoa, getting a little judgy there. You know what I mean? Because it was just like, I can't believe. Either and, way, yeah. I can't believe you'd have noise or you know music or whatever, or I absolutely can't believe you'd want it silent. I, I just thought it was interesting. No judgment from us. I just felt like it was a polarizing topic. Mm-hmm. And, which is really interesting because you know, we've been in this place ourselves and, and that's the whole catalyst for the show is mm-hmm. what if one of these conversations, and we know for a lot of you in the one family, there have been shows that have been that one conversation that shifted your marriage. Yeah. And for us this week, actually all of you created a shift in our marriage because I, you may have heard me mention years ago, I can't remember if it was before we did the 60 days of sex challenge or as part of our 60 days of sex challenge, but it had to have been in the first 10 to 12 years of our marriage. I think it was even earlier, babe. In all honesty, I think what you're going to bring up is I just well remember before. what house we were in. Which house were we, we were in? We were at the house um, in Poway. Okay. Early, early in Poway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I figured that. But I think that's still 10 years or earlier. I don't even remember this topic coming up during this, the 60 okay. Days of Sex Challenge. So it's, it was a long time ago and early in our marriage. 
let's just, th- those are the, that's the back story. And, you know, Tony had suggested, Tony is much more into music than I am. And Tony had suggested one time. I love music. It, it's weird because, and maybe you, you're married to a spouse who doesn't get this, but music just fills my soul. I love it. I, I love all types of music. I'm not so much into the country Western. I, I did have a season where I listened to it, but it's not like my go-to. But music to me just makes me want to dance. And I'm married to somebody who... I'm working on it. But uh, for the most part, I mean, I remember just we would be driving down the road. A song would come on and be like, who is this? And she's like, I have no idea. I'm like, how do you not know this song? It's like, Nor do the, I care. I mean, that was really One of the of- best songs of the 80s. What do you mean you don't know it? So and, to and every- me, music, I love. And every once in a while, I score major wife points when he asks that question and I like totally floor him because I yes. do know who it is. But all this to say is there was this one time early in our marriage when Tony's like, hey, let's let's just have some background music going on. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, we'll try it. And I could not, oh my gosh, you guys, I couldn't concentrate. Like I'm thinking about the lyrics. I'm paying attention to what song's coming up next. It was a complete disaster. Like it, it just, it, it was beyond not good. Yeah, see, in, in, it's interesting because we just did our intimacy mindset workshop and we were just talking about the brain and how it works and how the male brain and the female brain are, are different. Memory is something that the female brain has. There's a, there's a part of the brain that just, it, it remembers these things. And Elisa brings that sort of stuff up and I'm, and I'm going, I can't remember that at all. Like, I don't remember that, that moment. I don't remember us being in a place where the music was playing and she wasn't engaged with me. So realize this, that, that, that does happen in, in your, in your lives and in your marriage, just because of the way your brain is set. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, because of that experience, and I, and I don't want to use the word traumatic, it was just significant in my mind that right. that I equated music with not having a good sexual experience, not being engaged, not being able to like be fully present. It was a distraction. And so for the last however many years, since we can't figure out a, when that happened, there has been absolutely no music. I'm fine with the sound and sleep machine. That has been a staple in our in our bedroom for many, many years now. But the idea of having music, no. Or any other type of background noise going on other than that sound and sleep machine, like a white noise. Right. And full disclosure, we don't have a TV in our room. We've never had a TV in our bedroom. So that option, which we know, and I'm going to share some numbers on, that a lot of you go to, that's not even a feasibility for us Mm because we just don't have it. But it's interesting because like Tony said, we did go to the one family and say, what do you all like? Mm Mm-hmm. 77% 77% of you are comfortable with having some kind of background noise when the two of you are having sex. And that might be music, it might be a sound machine, it might be a fan or something else. And the most common reason for doing so was that you didn't want kids or other people in the house to hear what was going on. Yep. Right. And, you know, for those of you that do like to have the background music, well, background sound, music was the number one, the number one go to. Right. You're like, yes, absolutely. And it was great because there were all of these playlists that you all have provided. There are bump and grind playlists. There are, you know, the spa music, classical music. I love the one that said slow baby making music. <laughs> like, That's good. The relax and chill playlist on Spotify. You know, they're Kenny, all these- G. That's, Kenny G. Yes, man. That's that's the type of music we got to get into right there. But no vo- no vocals like a Kenny G instrumental, I think would be good. 
Well, because, and that we'll get into that about yes. the vocals versus the instrumental. But then after that, it was the fan, TV, and sound machine in that order. And then there were some other things. But you know, the one that surprised me was TV, mm-hmm. right? We, you know, and so then I had to ask a follow-up question to all of you. I'm like, what do you, what's on TV when the two of you are having sex? And maybe it's because when I sit down and watch TV, I actually sit down and watch TV. So if the TV was on, I would like be watching it. Mm-hmm. But you all are watching everything from like baseball games and sports to The Office and Friends. Which- Parks and Rec. I saw some people writing up Parks and Rec. Yeah, which it, which again to us is is foreign. Right. I'm not saying not saying it doesn't work for you guys, but for us that is truly foreign. We have never ever had a TV in our bedroom in 22 years of marriage. Like, I wouldn't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's always nice when we go to a hotel because I'm like, oh, I can lay in bed and watch TV. But that's like a very isolated situation. situation. In time. Yeah. And then on the other, literally on the other side of the bed was the camp that said, absolutely no, ba- no, no background noises. None. None. Yep. Period. S- silence. And, and there were, there were three reasons why this was so important to those of you that don't like to have the background noises. The first one was it was too distracting. That was the camp that I have lived in for the Mm -hmm. last, I don't know, 10 plus years. Um, The other one is folks, and this kind of fell into the same thing, was that the silence allows for better concentration. Some of you are like, you know, I have ADHD. And if I'm paying attention to a song, I can't pay attention to my spouse. So I just need to focus. Focus. Focus, focus, focus. And then my particular favorite that came up for a lot of you was you enjoy the sounds that are associated with lovemaking with your spouse. And mm-hmm. so you want to be able to hear the sheets rustle and you want to be able to hear the moans and you want to be able to have that communication with your spouse. And so you're like, yeah, like mm-hmm. turn it all off. This is, this is about us. us. Yeah. And you know, the fact that this, this topic came up on the same week that we did the intimacy mindset workshop for the first time was, you know, really interesting because we spent a lot of time in preparation for that workshop talking about brain science right? And doing a lot of research around brain science. And so all of a sudden, you know, we're preparing to talk about music and background noises. And Tony throws out, he's like, what's the brain science? Right. What does the research say about that? And I'm like, oh, you're brilliant. Because if we bring in the brain science, then all of a sudden we start looking at this from a different perspective. It actually opened my mind because researchers have found that when we listen to music, especially that's what, that's, which is really familiar to us, Okay, it triggers all those same pleasure centers that release dopamine, ah. right? Which the happy hormone. The, the happy ha- hormone? Is it a hormone? Uh, neurotransmitter. I don't think it's actually a hormone. Okay. Um, but that happy. I'll, I'll look it up. Thank you. Like all of a sudden that doesn't sound right. But, and it was interesting because as I was reading more and more articles, they were saying that the response is so quick that if you are familiar with a song, you'll actually start to release the dopamine in advance of that. So here you are in a pleasurable activity, hearing something that's pleasurable and it's like double pleasure. Yeah. And dope. So dopamine functions as a neurotransmitter. It's a chemical released by neurons to send signals to other nerve cells. Okay. So, so it's, it's the, like I said, it's the happy on the happy, mm-hmm. right? And when we were doing the intimacy mindset workshop, we focused, there were two areas of the brain that were really significant. And the one is the amygdala, which, you know, Tony mentioned earlier about this crazy memory thing that I've got for things that happened, you know, decades ago. And the amygdala actually does get stimulated by music, mm. right? So memories 
and emotions get stored in the memory because it's all associated together. So you've got this, this extra, you know, pleasure memory all being synthesized with the music or the background noise. And, and white noise can also trigger that same dopamine response. So for those of you that are like, oh, sound machine or fan, you know, am I getting the same thing? Yes, you are. It's so amazing when we think about this and we dive into these areas to me, because so often we, we just look at sex as this physical act, mm-hmm. right? It's this thing that happens between you and I, penis, uh, inserted into vagina, we're naked, um, you know, skin on skin. And yet when we start to look into this deeper, all the different nuances that have an impact on Mm us. I mean, here we are, we're talking about music. We're talking about sound and how that really impacts us overall and what ends up happening in our bodies when we hear it and how that can increase that pleasure we have during lovemaking. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not just the amygdala, the hippocampus, which we also know just from doing the intimacy mindset gets impacted. You know, all of these areas that experience pleasure and that store memories are impacted by those sounds, right? And so for those of you that have been hanging out kind of in the camp where I was, where you're like, absolutely not, I'm going to challenge you. And we're going to be talking about this here in a few minutes, but I'm going to challenge you to go, okay, hold on a second. What have I been maybe avoiding because I, I've been in this, like, it just needs to be one way, right? And, and you know, it's, it's looking at this and saying, what, what allows us, like Tony said, to be in the moment with our spouses, mm-hmm. right? And can we enhance the experience either by removing distractions, right? Because for some of you, you may be like, oh, I wonder what it would look like if we removed distractions. And for others, it may be, what if we bring in literally an experience enhancer through white noise fan or music to create a shift Mm -hmm. in what we're going to do. We want to share some ways to navigate this with your spouse. But before we do that, like I said, at the top of the show, we want to thank this week's sponsor open fit and open fit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier to never miss a sweat session. They, it's so amazing how they do this. Open Fit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. Brand new, super simple streaming surface that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room, literally guys, in as little as 10 minutes a day. And this is actually my favorite workout on there. They have a workout called, uh, or a, a program called 600 Seconds, Yeah. which if you need help doing the math, that is 10 minutes a day. And no joke, I finished those workouts and I'm like, wow, I didn't know those muscles hadn't been used in a while. Right. But I, I get a sweat. I get engaged. It's so good. And it's and, it, and I just want to share, hey, when you're getting fit and you're getting healthy and you're feeling good, you better believe that will translate into your bedroom. Absolutely. And it's changing the way I work out because now I can't make the excuse of I don't have enough time or, you know, as we're getting ready to travel, I can't make the excuse. Oh, well, I can't take it with me. Right. Because guess what? If it's on your device, you can take it with you. Anywhere you no go. No excuses. So with our work, with our code O-N-E, you can join both of us on a fitness journey that's going to be personalized just for you. Again, you're going to use code one and start using OpenFit for your journey to a healthier life. So right now during the OpenFit 30-day challenge, our listeners get a special extended, get this guys, 30-day free trial membership to OpenFit where you can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days. You're just going to text one, so that's O-N-E, to 303030. 
full access to everything that OpenFit has, all their workouts and nutrition information, totally free. Just text O-N-E to 303030. Now, we've been talking a lot about this whole mind-body connection when it comes to when it comes to sex. And it's understanding that the sexual act is not just a physical act, mm-hmm. right? That's what, what I was saying. You know what I mean? It, it comes to more than just the body on body. Absolutely. And, and knowing that there are ways to impact our memories of the experience and our everything that we associate with the experience can actually change how we go into this and what we do. And, you know, having the conversation, what do we like to hear in our bedroom? when we're making love. Have you ever had that conversation? Maybe you're like Tony and I, where we're just kind of like, you know what? We tried this once and it didn't work. Well, actually we tried it once and this is me saying it didn't work. So we're not going to try it again. Maybe that's where you guys have been. Mm -hmm. Maybe you haven't really had a conversation about the distractions or about, you know, wanting to drown out the kids. Maybe that's where you actually need to start. Maybe you haven't been having as much sex because you're worried about the kids hearing you and you actually need to turn on some music or a sound and sleep machine or something so that you don't have that worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why we picked up the sound and sleep machine years ago because the one that we have actually, it the volume will actually go up as the volume in the room goes up. And so it masks a little bit of what's happening. It, it's not like spot on. But it's really nice to have that and know that that's there. Mm-hmm. And that was that had been a huge that has been a huge help for us over the years as our kids have gone older. And a lot of but what we've been talking about just overall in one over the last you know few weeks has been this idea of going from I can't to I can't. Mm-hmm. Right. That was the that was the whole kind of subtext for the intimacy mindset workshop that we did. And, you know, here's what's happened. Here's what's happened when we do that type of stuff. Sometimes we get confronted with the I can'ts in our own relationship. We sure do. Yeah. And no joke around this topic of music and and background noise in the bedroom. Elisa got smacked in the face with a big I can't Mm -hmm. that I've been saying for over a decade, you guys. And so, you know, as we do here at One, sometimes we, uh, we take one for the team and we try something new to see what that's going to look like, right? Can we, can, you know, can I get behind the microphones and tell you guys, you know what? I tried it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, Tony and I can, because we did try it and it wasn't the end of the world. Now we may have to find a different playlist. That's something definitely you're going to work on. I would say when you're looking at music or something and you're you're discussing this together, don't get frustrated in the moment. That This is where I think we, you can miss out on the opportunity, where I think we've missed out on the opportunity as well, is like, oh, that didn't work because we tried one playlist or we tried one song and it, it spun me out. Obviously, that's what happened to Elisa so many years ago that it's never been, uh, music has never been brought back in. And yet what I think we've learned over the years as we have grown and are continuing to grow is that, hey, it wasn't the best music last night. I mean, there are a couple of songs that, and we were doing instrumental only. Which I, th- I do think is a big thing for me. I think if I hear words, I'm going to. It throws you off. But that's why, I, but, but I think we got to go more Kenny G. But anyways, we were listening to more like jazzy and, and it, was, it was interesting to say the least. It wasn't super high. So for, for myself, like many of you who haven't used sound 
or you only using maybe like a fan or a sound machine white noise, I do enjoy those moans and those groans and the vocals that do happen during lovemaking between Elisa and I. And so my concern was, wow, is that going to be too loud? And it really wasn't. It wasn't at all. I mean, it, it didn't distract me any other than when we'd get a weird jazzy sound going on. And so we would laugh about it a little bit. And so that's where I believe the the conversation before possibly is saying, hey, we're still going to make love. We're still going to have sex. Even if a weird song comes on or something, we may have to change it up a little bit. It's okay. Change. We had to change the playlist like three times, I think it was. At least twice. Yeah. And so we're like right in the middle here. We're, we're sort of getting ready to go, having a good time, you know. And then it's like, what's going on over there? And it was distracting for a few moments. And it was like, okay, let's just find something else. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna, we're not gonna stop because of that. We're gonna continue on and and work through this together. Because honestly, that's the ebb and flow that happens in in a marriage. It, it really is. We're ebbing and flowing. And that happens in our our bedrooms mm-hmm. and in our beds when we're, we are trying new things. It, it may, may be with music. It may be with a new position. It doesn't work this time, or maybe we got to move into something else that allows us to connect and be um, just, just in a place where we are truly engaging one another. Absolutely. And you know, for me, for the person who's been so resistant to this for so many years, it was interesting to, to make the choice. And I think this is actually on a bigger scale when it comes to your sexual intimacy to make the choice that I was going to try something new. Yeah. Talk about that more. I'd love to hear like, where did that mind shift come from for you where you said, okay, you know what? I am going to try this now and I'm going to, and then you're going to bring it up to me and say, Hey, we're going to do this. Well, it's funny when you start, you know, writing notes for a show and you're like, Oh, I need to actually like like walk the walk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was part of it. Okay. And then it was also hearing from so many of you in the one family that this is a significant, a significant factor or not factor, but a significant tool that you have in your toolbox. And so I was like, you know what? Th- this is not the one extraordinary marriage show is not a one way street. Mm-mm. It's not always us just pouring into you guys. You actually deliver so much back to us. And I, I and so part of it was if they all like it, then what am I missing out on? Mm-hmm. And, then it was also coming out of that workshop where we were so focused on taking the I can'ts to I can for me to say, you know what? I've been really rigid on this for maybe way too long. And what has that rigidity? What is that? You know, like I'm just putting my feet down. We're not absolutely like, this is not going to happen. What would happen if I was willing to just be flexible? I mean, if it didn't work, it didn't work. It's not like it was this epic failure. It was just something that we tried and it didn't go that well. And then that wasn't the case. It actually, it worked. But I, I, I had to get to that place where I'm like, you know what? This is not going to be the end of the world. It's one sexual encounter. I mean, really that, you know, and so that may be for some of you thinking about a new position or for some of you thinking about, you know, using lubricant for the first, like it's one sexual encounter. It's not the end of the world, folks, if it doesn't work out on anything that you might try in your bedroom. And here's the thing I think more than anything, it opens up conversation. Are you willing to be emotionally connected to your spouse when you are trying these things? This is what happens. You begin to talk, you begin to open up, you begin to talk about your sexual intimacy, unlike many others will ever talk about. 
because all they're talking about is like, let's have sex and move on. Mm-hmm. And yet here at One Extraordinary Marriage, what are we about? We're, we're about pushing forward, growing, learning new things. And a lot of that is in our emotional connection, our emotional intimacy. And are we willing to do that after a sexual encounter that wasn't the best? Like Elise and I, we knew it. We were like, this is a little off. And yet we've had that conversation already of just like, let's try it again, mm-hmm. but let's find the music maybe a little bit beforehand and, and listen to it prior than being right in bed and trying to listen to music and trying to have sex. So that's where we, we didn't have the, the best like plan of attack. We should have, we should have listened to some playlists well in advance instead of right in our bedroom at that moment. Yes. The, the timing on the research like, you know, it's like we always say, don't talk about sex as you're having sex. Don't look for the playlist as you're getting ready to, you know, play the playlist. Right. But, but at the end of the day, you guys, my, I can't to, I can created a shift. Tony and I had conversations before, during, and after that sexual experience about what this looked like. And, and we were able to work through the challenges in the moment with the funky songs and, and all of this kind of stuff. Why? Because those bedroom sounds that we make and that we have in our bedroom during our lovemaking, they matter, right? And what the two of you decide to do and how that works and what that looks like for the two of you, those are conversations that that are going to create a shift. They're going to create the extraordinary and they're going to open your marriage up to a new level of connection. Yeah. So, hey, enjoy those bedroom sounds. That's what it's all about. Enjoy them. Hey, if it's something that you want to mask so that the kids don't hear or others don't hear, go for it. If it's something that you haven't tried, hey, give it a shot. If it's something you're already doing, let us know more because we love hearing from you guys and how it enhances your sexual encounters with your spouse. And you can send those to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. We're honored and blessed to have each and every one of you part of the one family. You truly enrich our lives. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.